You're listening to The Global Game for Paramount+. Plus. The A-League is where stars are made. Every round, every game. Live only on Paramount+. Plus. How good is that for an intro? Loving that, Alex Molchanoff. What a sting. <laughs> um, nice to talk to Spencer Pryor before. Remember that all the EPL games are, are available across the SEN network via the SEN app to listen to. Some bumper fixtures coming up across the weekend. But uh, let's turn our attention to all things women's football. Alicia Cardavas, former Matilda, is our expert in that regard, and she has joined us. Hello, Alicia. How are you, team? We're going well. Uh, Daniel Garp here filling in for Simon Hill. Alex Brosk alongside me. Massive news in the women's game in general and for our Matilda's captain and superstar in Sam Kerr. So Emma Hayes to finally leave Chelsea after what feels like an eternity at their football club to take up the job at the US women's national team. This was always going to happen that she was going to take a big national team job at some stage. But what do you think this means for Sammy Kerr? Look, it's an interesting move. I, I love it, first and foremost. I think it's huge for Emma Hayes. I think it's huge for the US women's national team as well. And I think it's it's probably a little bit soul-shattering in ways for Chelsea because she's been such a, a key part of their success and, and part of the fabric at the club, particularly on the women's side. But, um, look, my prediction is that Sammy will end up going back to the NWSL. It's, it's a funny position that um, I guess she finds herself in. Sometimes players are are there for the coach, right, and, mm. and that experience. And it depends who Chelsea brings in, uh, whether or not that fits um, the, the mould, really, that Sam wants to go in. I think at the end of the day, she's in a position where she can be anywhere on the planet right now and she'll be well-received, um, both in terms of, of the fan base and, of course, financially as well. So, look, she's got ties, as we know, uh, with Chrissy Mewis. That's that's no secret. That is well yeah. and truly out there in terms of their relationship. Does this open things up for her to go back to the NWSL? Um, I think it, it's very possible, and I do know that the NWSL are really looking to shake things up and compete a little bit more, I think, against the European leagues. It's been very, very much about Europe, right, in the last yeah. couple of years for the women's game. and. I think they're, they're gearing up and they're ready to sort of challenge that with the injection of new clubs and, and owners around the country over there. So interesting times, and I'm sure we'll be able to talk about it a lot more in the future. Interesting. I, I know Emma Hayes was linked strongly to the Matildas job before Tony Gustafsson got it. In fact, I, I know firsthand that uh, she was very close to taking it and then just opted yeah. against it. And uh, that opened things up for Tony Gustafsson. Does this impact Tony's future with the Matilda in any way? Emma Hayes moving to the US in terms of him signing on post the Olympics? Well, look how quickly things change in football world, right? I actually think Emma Hayes coming to the Matildas would be a perfect appointment for where we're at right now as well. I think it would be a challenge for her, but also uh, the growth of our game and the, the success of our national team, she would have still been perfect. Regarding Tony, last week we were talking, Broski, about him um, potentially taking this mm. US women's national team job. He hadn't written it off in terms of the language and press conferences. He was quite open to... Leaving that out there, I guess, for the media, um, does this does this keep him with us long term? I don't know. I, I can't say that beyond the Olympics, he's he's a, he's a shoe in for the Australian, I guess, framework. I think he's also still looking 
Um, and like we touched on last week, he speaks about investment quite a lot. He, he loves this team, but what will it take uh, for him to stay and start to build some, some further foundations, which I think are actually more needed with our national team coach um, in, in the grassroots level and the development phases coming through the A-League. I think that's really important. So does that then point if, if Tony does leave to a Joe Montemura or something, uh, or someone rather, mm in that line as well, who's also had huge success overseas in their own right. Looking at the uh, the FA Women's Super League, there were Aussies everywhere as Arsenal took on Manchester City. Uh, a rare Steph Catley goal uh, helped them, help the Gunners over to a 2-1 win over Mary Fowler and Alana Kennedy's City in a big game there. Yeah, huge game, huge finish from Steph. I thought it was just absolutely sensational and the assist, of course, from Caitlin Ford. So a little Aussie combo there for, for Arsenal's success, which is always pleasing to see. But uh, Mary Fowler still, I thought she looked quite good throughout that game. She seems to be finding really, really nice form at the moment, which is encouraging. And, and I think all of our Aussies in that WSL seem to be starting just to lift a little bit this season, which is awesome. Uh, obviously, with big things coming up next year. Holly McNamara continuing to score. Uh, Melbourne City with that uh, the win over Western United and, and victory with a 2-0 win over Adelaide. Positive signs for Jeff Hopkins? Very, very positive signs for Jeff. I'm sure he's been looking for that win for a bit now just to get uh, victory sort of on the board and, and starting to get back to their winning ways, which I think is important. It's in Jeff's nature as a coach. He likes to get that momentum for his side and, and start to get those positive results. So that's a good a good thing for victory. Just touching on Holly McNamara, I think um, if not when, is, is really about where she's at with the Matildas call up as well. She's just been in, in really good form all year, in my opinion, even pre-World Cup. I think she was unlucky not to be in that framework a little more closely and you can see her, her skill and, and the level she's at. She's just a sensational player and I really wish her well through the season. And also leading into 2024, I think she might be a late a late call-up for our Matildas going into the Olympics. Gee, Perth are looking a threat under Alex Parkers. I mean, Grace Yale is a serious player. Um, I watched her at the Phoenix last season and thought there is a talent there and she's yeah. got the ability to go to a, another level. What an effort it's been by Perth to attract her and make her the, make her the centre point of, uh, of their attack. She's so dangerous, isn't she? Yeah, she's sensational and it's no no mean feat. I mean, to get someone from Wellington all the way over to Perth to play, it's, it's a big journey and a big adjustment as well. So I think just in snatching her and making uh, Grace a part of that strike arsenal, Alex has done really, really well there. And I think she's a player that will grow in confidence throughout the season as well. Perth are playing well as a unit, but um, her impact, I think, on the team is is huge and will continue to be throughout the season. So as long as they can keep that cohesion, of course, keep feeding her, I think they're going to have much more success throughout this season. And just quickly, Cass Davis. So goal of the weekend, Newcastle save a point against the Wanderers. She hasn't missed a game in 10 seasons. I mean, she deserved a moment like this, didn't she? (laughs) You know, it's funny. We speak a lot about, like, there's a lot of stats in our game now, right? More is available. Everything's out there with technology. And we, we touch on Michelle Heyman, Sam Kerr's history in the league. Lots and lots of stats, big stats. I think Cass has kind of flown under the radar, yeah. right? To have, to have played that many games and not missed a beat, that is just absolutely sensational, I think, 
full credit to her, full credit to her club as well for keeping her so engaged. That's a hard thing to do, you know, to keep a player for that long with that type of longevity. To top it off with her goal, goal of the weekend, without a doubt for me, that was just sublime. And I'm really happy for her because, as I said, she flies under the radar and I think she deserves all the credit. Sensational achievement. Alicia, thanks so much for your time. As always on the global game, uh, your insights on the women's game are always highly valued. Thanks so much. Thanks, Alicia. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Alicia Carnivus there. We'll talk uh, European football after the break. And there is a story brewing in Spain that has all the hallmarks of Leicester City Mark II. Stay tuned for that.